Apple presents events at the Apple Store. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome this evening's guest moderator from Hot 97, K Fox, and tonight's guest, Raheem Devon. Check, check. Thank you so much for that introduction. Give it up for the Love King, ladies and gentlemen. He forced me to say that, the Love King. <laughs> I'm coming down with a little cold, so please, please just bear with me, okay? Can you guys hear me all right? All right, so uh, Mr. Raheem Devon, a.k.a. The Love King. Hello. Are you excited about your album right now? I'm extremely excited, man. The, the feedback has been tremendous, you know, via the internet and, you know, uh, social networking is, is it's a testament that if you use it right and, you know, if you have something that's, I guess, like a hot topic or that, you know, people feel like the, they, the world needs to know about it, they're going to spread the word, you know? Now, the name of his new album is called A Place Called Loveland. Talk to us about where is this place and how can we get there? Wow. Well, the, qu the quickest way to get there is, is if you have an iPhone, is to simply go, go online and uh, go, go, on your, go on your phone and go on your iTunes app and, and download the album. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a great body of work. Is, has anybody downloaded the album already? Don't be, don't be ashamed okay, to say okay. that you haven't. Bueller. That means that potentially um, you could buy my album tonight. And you could too. Now, now, now it's um, you know, so this this album, man, it's, it's I think it's some of my best work to date. Uh, this will be my fourth in studio album that I that I've released, you know, yesterday. And what's also unique about it is my first major release as an independent artist. Yeah, so that's a big thing right there. Yeah. Now, talk to me about why you decided to go independent. I mean, I personally feel like in, indie is a new major. You know, I feel like independent is a new major. You know, with the downsizing, and I, I, I tried that. I tried that lane already. You know, so and um, and it worked for me as well. You know what I mean? So, but I'm definitely about expanding and trying new things. Definitely making more money. You know, being my own boss and you know enjoying the fruits of my labor. You know, and I, I think that um, it's it's it's. I think we off to a great start. You know what I mean? Like, although this is an independent company, you know, and you know, independent effort, it doesn't feel like that. You know, we still move like a major. You know, I have one of the most added records, you know, between the time of, uh, you know, Valentine's Day and now. And, you know, it's just the success of the album and everything. It's, it, it doesn't feel like it's independent, you know? Now, I got to tell you guys something. Me and Raheem, we've known each other for, like, years. I remember when you were pushing just your mixtapes, just trying to get radio plays. So, first of all, I'm proud of you because you never gave up. You kept it moving. You know, this is a hustler right here. So Thank congratulations so on you. this album. Now talk to me about your journey. Like, are you originally from D.C.? Because that's where you rep a lot. Yeah, I, I was originally born in Orange, New, New Jersey. Is Jersey in the building? Where's right Jersey the, at? Shout okay. out to Jersey in the building. <laughs> right, on, right on the line of, you know, right across the line is Newark. I grew up in, I spent time in Newark. You know, my summers, usually I would spend in Jersey, in Newark, in East Orange. And, and um so definitely, that's very much a part of my life and my background. Uh, my mom actually lived in Maryland, though, so that's where I would spend the majority of my my school semesters and and, and whatnot. And uh, so being being very well rounded, you know, being with my mom and kind of like I guess you could say suburbial, you know, middle class or you know, and then being in you know being being in Newark, you know, and so you got a little bit of hood, brick, brick city, little yeah. suburbia, so def definitely all the balance, all together. yeah, definitely the balance. But I finished high school in Maryland. 
and uh, you know, attended attended college for some time, Coppin State in Baltimore. So between all of that, when did you start singing? Like, when did you realize you had a passion? I oh, I always was 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 into music, and you know, had had a love for music and a curiosity about it. You know, being in choir in high school and, and whatnot. But definitely, you know, once once I went to college, I you know, some people go to college to be a lawyer. Some people go to go to college, you know, uh, to become a doctor. You know, me, I went to. I went to college actually to find myself and figure out what it was what I was going to do with my life. Did you find yourself? I did. I mean, I didn't, you know, I didn't graduate. I didn't get a degree, but I've, I, I I definitely graduated with a degree in life. I don't I can't say that if I stayed in school that, you know, I'd be who I am today. Now, growing up and going through high school and college, who are some of your musical influences? Cuz I hear oh, a little man. bit of Marvin well, Gaye, a little bit of Prince. Oh, definitely. Like, like, you know, I'm I'm a I'm a '90s baby in the sense of like I feel like that was just a very dope time for R&B, you know what I mean? Like the early, early the early '90s, late you know that whole era. Like man, I think it was just like a great time for R&B, and a lot of dope artists came out. Um, Erica Badu, D'Angelo, you know you think about those acts on the soulful side, the Roots. Um, by the way, I just did Jimmy Fallon, so you can tune in. Shout that, out to the Roots. When does that tonight. come on? That that actually airs tonight. Man. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, but uh, you know, on the soul, on the soul side, the more eclectic side, when you think about live instrumentation, you know, you had those acts come out, um, as well as you know, Jodeci, Boys the Men, uh, the, the the entire catalog and, and soundtracks that Babyface is responsible for. Like, you know, um, I, I was I was always the guy, you know, that that bought the hard copy CD and flipped through to see who wrote what, who played. Well, on that's what. the thing I noticed on this CD, you have the words to the songs as well. A lot of people don't do that anymore. Well, we took like like understand this is like, um, you know, you know, in 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 in, in 1995, you know, when 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 you take um, D'Angelo for example, when he came out with Brown Sugar, it was kind of like with everything that was going on in mainstream radio and everything, like that body of work came out and it was just like, yo, this dude was like, just came out like just out of a time warp and it was just a classic. Until this day when and, you put it on, it's yeah, a classic it, it just has a vibe to it. It was a very ingenious project and it, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't him trying to be anything else than other one. That's what he felt. And that's really, you know, my, my, that's my baby, and that's how I feel about you know a place called Loveland. I feel, you know it. You can't. I don't feel like you can really put a date on it. I don't feel like it feels um, dated '90s, but it's definitely you know the influences of you know, and it clearly it's 2013. You know, I want people to look back on this album though and say, man, you know, this was the year that I fell in love. I conceived my child. I, you know, I I have I, I lost my virginity. I had my I had a first, I had I had some dialogue like about life, you know what I'm saying, with somebody that even if you're not in love and like with a friend for life, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't listen to my music and not have like nothing to talk about. Some of the songs you talk about um regret and broken hearts and being in love and falling out of love. Have you broken a lot of hearts in your day? I've 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 had my heart broken, I've broken hearts. Uh my music is is definitely I wear it on my sleeve, but it's very much um, vicarious, you know what I'm saying? I'm a vicarious writer as well, in the sense that uh, this record in particular is a, it's a it's a relationship think tank album. So I try to cover the whole spectrum of a relationship. You know what I mean? Like from the love connection to you know to baggage from previous relationships to you know to to like I know a lot of the I've been I've been seeing the Twitter like flying like a lot of the guys can relate to the song wrong forever. 
And a lot of the ladies can too, because it's gonna be like, man, you know what? Have you ever felt like that? I'm though? with this. Like, yeah, definitely, because you know, I've I've dated women, and you know, I've had women in my life that I feel like, man, um, like I don't deserve you, like you know, or you know, after all the dirt that I put done or whatever, you you know what I mean? Or, like you still here, like. You know what I mean? Like but that's what women do. We ride. We ride with you. If you're a good man and we see that in you, well, we're gonna ride with and you. And that's what. And that's Sometimes what. Sometimes it's too late for you to realize. That. And that's what men do too, because you know women don't are not subject to not be players. You know what I'm saying? I, I what always was that? say, I, you know what? It's an even playing field, right? I always say that now with the brothers. Brothers, if you agree with me, men, yes. <laughs> You're a brother. What are you you're a brother too. With? <laughs> and I what? say brother, I mean all my brothers. <laughs> <laughs> it's an even, it's an even playing field. So you're saying women can be players as well? What you mean? No, no, not can be. They exist. We're not saying that, but more often than not, it's men that are the players, right, ladies? Okay. No, what it is is actually you guys are better players. That's true. You're better players than us. Like you're better players. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Not saying that we're proud of it, but sometimes that just is what it is. It is what it is. Talk to me about this track, Pink Velvet Crush, or Pink well, Crush Velvet. See, you, don't, you must be nervous. Like. <laughs> Pink Crush Velvet. You have it, you know. Oh, is that you what? Do. It's a metaphor. Oh, it's definitely a metaphor. Oh, okay. Like yours would probably be like hot, wet chocolate <laughs> or something like that. If I had to name Excuse yours, me, a little cold, this so. is based off of, yeah, I would probably call it like okay. hot, hot, well, wet chocolate. Okay, well, moving right along, um, you have... You got that <laughs> hot, wet chocolate, the sweetest chocolate that I've ever known. That's the remix. That's got, I like that. Let that be the remix, ladies, right? right? <laughs> it's a, you know what it is? It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a grown and sexy, mannish record, um, very descriptive of, you know, of... Um, of the cherry on top of the Sunday, okay. and I feel like you know when you listen to a Raheem Devon record, you know like initially like if my son go down a, you know it, it goes down and looks at the track listen, he don't necessarily know what the Pink Crush Velvet is or it's a lot of ways I could have said that, you know what I mean? So with me, I like you know whether it's a song that I write a hundred percent or eighty percent or don't write at all. It, it needs to be con conveyed in a very poetic, you know what I'm saying, like uh, manner. I like the fact that it's not like all in your face, like a lot of R&B is nowadays. You gotta kind of listen to the words and to the metaphors. And it, and it, and it kind of like, it, once again, it, 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 creates it creates dialogue, and, it, and it, it leaves room to be, you know, to be mannish and grown and sexy where it should be behind closed doors. I see, now you gotta end a little on here with uh, Jazz from Drew Hill. Yeah, 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 I had to get the homie like that. That 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 record just had that vibe to it, you know. And you know, when you, when you think of the '90s, you cannot you can't not not think of the '90s without thinking of you know Drew Hill as well. But what I'm saying is that people don't make complete albums anymore. People have one single, they hear it on the radio, they go buy it, and that's it. So I thank you for making a complete album with interludes, bonus tracks, and everything, so we can get our you know our money's worth. Oh, uh, definitely, yeah. Get your money's worth. Get your worth. Like everything, like it's 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 you know my albums creating an album for me is is a very I, the process doesn't just happen overnight like I, I it's very well thought out like you know what I mean and I'm always thinking about like the next like this album was 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 being created you know back back in you know 2010. Mm. What were you doing back in 2010? Wrapping up another album. 
Which was? A place called Loveland, which uh, actually was which, which was a Love Award masterpiece, uh, which, you know, was a Grammy-nominated album. Is that album. when you had the, the braids? Nah, that's when I had the braids since, like, man, since, like, 2000. I cut my braids, like, 2007, 2008. I came, and then I came out with Love Behind the Melody, which is kind of like an abstract cover because I'm, like, sitting in this chair, but you can't really tell if uh, what the hair is doing, per se. But, uh, you know, that album had Woman on that record. Uh, Customer was on that record. You know, th those were my first two Grammy nominations back in. Congratulations. Thank you. 08, 09, and then 2010, I dropped the Love and War Masterpiece, which was actually a double CD. Master There's a Master Deluxe version of the album, which is like 28 tracks. This is an entirety. I remember I remember the day that I told my, my, my manager, that, you know, my management team, like, yo, I'm going to do this. Uh, Double CD. I'm like, what? Like, your song cap and business doing that? And at, the, at the time, it was a great idea. And I think as artists, we have to get that out, you know. But um, definitely, this album in particular is a it's a relationship think tank album. I've kind of stepped away from the pulpit for a minute with preaching, you know, with my bullet with my bulletproof radical records, you know, okay. the record I did with Luda and everything. Yeah, I noticed they they kind of weren't on there because listen to your mixtapes and listen to the albums, you definitely you know, was on your black power for a little minute. You have those tracks, and then the songs about women and empowerment and uplifting, and now this is just strictly R&B. This is just... Yeah, I mean, it's different It's different shades to me, you know what I mean? Uh, like, I like to think that I'm your favorite artist's favorite artist, you know what I mean? And it's a lot that goes on in my mind. It's a lot that I want to get out. I always feel like I'm running out of time. You know, I'll see something on the news and, and say, hey, man, you know what? I don't like that situation. I feel some kind of way about that issue, you know, uh, as as the most recent, the Trayvon Martin case, for example, which you know we did a record. I did a record called Trigger Man, which I got Styles P on, and uh, and 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 the record will actually be on iTunes as well. It's available, and uh, all the proceeds go to the family, to the Trayvon Martin Dope. Foundation. Now we need that. You can give it up for that. Now, um, talk to me about this radio show that you have. Yeah, the, the Raheem, Raheem, Devon, Raheem show. Devon show. Now, the cool thing about that, for all, for all, for all my iPhone carriers, again, uh, we're into like episode 118, uh, the Raheem Devon show. We've been doing the show for two years. Uh, you can also iTunes podcast the Raheem Devon show. So you can kind of go all the way back to the archives and hear the first song that we, you know, uh, excuse me, the first show that we ever did and, and just kind of like see the process all unfold, you know what I mean? And you have other artists on there as well, right? I've, I've had every artist you can imagine on the show. It's only a few that I haven't had at this point. I recently, most recently, uh, Janelle Monae. Don't. Some, some of my early, earlier guests were Eric Robeson and, uh, man, who's a great independent artist, and Eric Benet, uh, Marsha Ambrosia has been on the show performance, did an hour-long performance. Uh, T.I.'s been on the show, The Game. I did Kendrick Lamar's listening party, private listening party when he came to DC, uh, you know, for, for for his album, Miguel. You know, so a lot of dope artists, they don't just come and do interviews. We have a sound stage area. It's a 9,000 uh, foot square f facility where, you know, uh, two recording studios and it, very dope, dope atmosphere, you know, with, with the climate of terrestrial radio. My, my radio show has become another outlet for artists to come express themselves and kind of like, you know, this kind of vibe, like we can't treat the treat the you know the consumers like robots. Like even if they want no opinion, even if they want to have an opinion, they have no opinion. They want to have an opinion. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So <laughs> uh, it's it's cool to you know have artists on there that, that I look up to, and and some that I hope to work with. And and it's, wow, what what made their brain tick to to create that song? 
you know? So we're gonna give you guys a chance to um, ask your own questions, so raise your hand and someone's gonna come around. How you doing? My name is Kashif. Um, who would you like? Who would you love to work with? Your favorite artist you would love to work with? Your dream artist you would love to work with? Mm, favorite artist, dream artist. I got I got a list of five. Um, the Roots. Got, I want to definitely do an album with The Roots. Uh, Sade. Uh, Prince. And the, la the last two, they're not with us anymore. With Marvin Gaye and uh, Bob Marley. Hi, Rahi. My name is Gail Davis, and I've been in the industry for a minute. Um, I have a question for you. Um, Barry White was my mentor, and I've worked with people like Gladys Knight and, and so on. And what I've always loved about your voice, I mean, was amazing to me, is you've had a voice that brings people back to that era, but it's from today. So when you look back at those greats, okay, musically, who influenced you? And do you th what can you emulate from them in their, that you can bring to your own longevity? Um, definitely. Uh, probably, probably two of my major influences um, would be Prince and Marvin Gaye. You know, and you know, with with, with both of them in particular, there was a, it was there, there was a, like they they exuded this this um, this sexiness, this grown and manish sexiness, but it was just always tastefully done. Sometimes a bit race racy, but still tastefully done, and. Um, but they still managed to have a, a, a level of consciousness. I, I had to throw Michael Jackson in there too as well, but, but they still had, were able to have a, a level of, of consciousness to, you know, and it seemed like, you know, when they, when they set out to play at their piano or, you know, uh, that late night studio session, you know, you could hear that they genuinely care about people. You know what I mean? Like lyrics, they genuinely care about people and care about what's going on in the world and worldly topics, you know? Not just, you know, I just want to get you in my bedroom and make love to you, you know? And when they felt like that, they, they let you know that too, you know? Sorry. Hi, Rob. Um, speaking of collabos, I need you and Dwelle to get that album popping. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. It's, it's, it's certain people that I just know for a fact that like, you know, it's a lot of, collab it's a lot of collabos and EP situations that I want to do, you know? Um, I, I got a, I got I got damn near a whole album recorded with Snoop right now, and it's a it's a real dope album. You know what I mean? Like, is it Snoop or Snoop Lion? Snoop Snoop. Well, actually, we 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 started the album before it became Snoop Lion. Okay, you know what okay. I mean? Like the the, the 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 process, you know. And we definitely want to get back in, but um, man, like me and Dwelle, I was just in Detroit, and you know, we kind of were just talking about that. Like, man, I I think we're in that that stage in music where you know we we've done so much. And to, and to remain creative, like yeah, it's a, I have a lot of music to make and collaborate projects and stuff that I want. That's the beauty of being independent and being your own boss. You know what I mean? And owning your masters in this game and and you know when it comes to music, like you can just kind of just do what you want. Okay. I had a part two. I had the pleasure of seeing you rock stages from a small room to huge venues. What's that feeling like? Because I'm about to rock the Apple Store. Do you know that? <laughs> I know. What's that feeling like when you touch that stage and the mic is in your hand? It's like, it's no, it's the ultimate high for me. You know what I'm saying? It's the ultimate exchange, the connection of love. Like, you know, uh, I've had people say, hey, man, your, your, your music saved my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, 
I had I was just looking at my timeline on Twitter. Guy said, "Man, the last time I put out an album, last time you put out an album, this is what came from it, and it was a picture of his beautiful daughter. You know, what I mean, she looked to be like three or four years old. So, you know, that's a testament a testament to me that you know what music can be. You know, a brother ran up on me the other day and said, "Hey, man, I'm, you know, I'm knee deep in child support, man, and um, I need you to help me pay. You can catch that one." Hi. My name is Sarah. Um, I wanted to ask you a question that went with the answer that mm -hmm. you had. How does it feel, well, you already said it, but how can I say it? How's it how does it feel that you changed, like to go to bed knowing that you did your albums and knowing that you made people happy and uplifted it's, people? How it's, it's always a great feeling. It lets me know, like, ultimately, like, I'm using my gift for good. Yeah. You know, and I understand, like, I'm a human person, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a person that my life is crazy, so I, I have to fight to do, you know, you have to fight to do, do right. Do you also have, because I'm an artist, so do you mm -hmm. also feel like you have the weight of the world on your shoulders? Oh, definitely. Because I'm, I'm different. Uh, so when you're different, when you're different, you kind of like, you know, for all, my, for all my nerds or misfits or outcasts, you know what I'm saying? When you, like, when you're different, I've, I've always kind of just been different, and be, but I, I, I accepted that. Early, you know, like being when, young. When? Like, what age? I mean, young. <laughs> just young. It's like okay. It's so like, there we go. Hi, um, oh. sorry. When you were first, my name's Ibrahim. When you were first starting out, what was um, the main obstacle that you faced, and then what would ke what ke kept you going? So what motivated the, you? The main around? the main obstacle that I faced coming up in the game is an obstacle that. I still face now and probably will hear to the end of time is the word no. You know what I mean? Like when someone tells you no, you can't do something. Or no, you're not good enough. You know what I mean? So, yeah, like it's it's But then it, when you hear you, that, you, what do you, you do? You, well, I mean, you could either you can either go go crawl crawl in your in your cave and and you know what I mean, and cry about it. You know what I mean? Or you can or you can you can you know, you can step up your game, step up your hustle, you know, and be the ex excellence that you are. And you know, improve that person wrong. So you know, use that as fuel. You know, I mean, never take no for an answer. You know what I mean? So, um, and, and and everything, everything in moderation. But just never take no, never take no for an answer. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Raheem Devon, aka the Love King.